opportunity. And whatever they have to do, they have to do it in a hurry. Trubisky can't find a receiver and fires. And the pass is caught and down he goes, as you said. And the kick by Pinheiro is good. It's good and the Bears win it. All right, so our boy Ian has left, and me and Dan are still here to continue with you guys. So we did notice, by the way, a few things during the brief intermission. We took, we did forget to do the free agency bit for the Packers. Sorry about that, but Google is a thing, so you can check that up by yourself. We will give it, though, for the Bears and Lions coming up next. And we also noticed that when Ian was asking for his overalls, that we, I have my overalls, as you can see, listed here in, like, each of the squares up top next to the team's name. But Dan hadn't given his overalls for the Vikings and the Packers. So, Dan, real quick, you got those. Yeah. Uh, so, for my schedule, the Vikings came out to an 8-8 eight and eight solid team. Uh, I, I think that's what I'll expect. I, I don't see much different from there, maybe one or, one or two different games. But Packers came out to a very high 12-4. and four. Um, we'll, we'll see where that ends up. I, I'm not, I'll have to look at the whole NFC picture. Uh, but I'm thinking there might be a one, two, or three seed. We'll, we'll see how it goes, though. It's a bit okay. high. <laughs> so now, as we're getting into the Bears, Dan, you want to give the quick free agency bets for that? Yeah, so for the Bears, um, obviously Robert Quinn, the biggest addition they've had. Linebacker, two-time pro bowler, first-team all-pro selection. Jimmy Graham, obviously older, but... He is a five-time pro bowler for his team all-pro selection. Uh, Demetrius Harris, tight end, uh, was previously in a Chiefs offense. Um, they re-signed Deion Bush, Sherrick McManus they re-signed. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say some of these names wrong, to be honest. But, but Barkevius Mingo, linebacker. Tayshawn Gibson is a safety pro bowler once. Um, Jermaine Ifedi, right tackle. Uh, Artie Burns, CB. Uh, Brett Urban, re-signed defensive end. DeAndre Houston Carson, safety, re-signed. Jordan Lucas, uh, safety. Tyler Bray, QB, re-signed. Uh, Isaiah Irving, linebacker, re-signed. Jason Spriggs, tackle. Uh, and Trevor Davis at wide receiver. Um, now, free agent losses, people that they've lost in free agency, obviously. Uh, Chase Daniel at QB. Uh, wow, I'm just going to ruin this name, but it's What Nick. a loss, Chase Daniel at QB. Right? Dude, most solid backup ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they also lost Nick Kwiatkowski. Uh, I don't know, linebacker. Leonard Floyd, linebacker. Nick Williams, defensive tackle. Cornelius Lucas, uh, left tackle. Um, Haha Clinton Dix, safety pro bowler. Uh, kind of declined recently, but still, I think, a solid player. Uh, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, linebacker. Prince Amukamara, uh, cornerback. Uh, Aaron Lynch, linebacker. And Trey Burton, one of our own in Philly. You know, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, and draft additions. Uh, not a huge draft, honestly. There's, I think there's about seven, eight picks. Um, I think you could highlight 
the pick of Cole Komet. I think one of your hey. breakout star, right? I think that's, that's your my breakout star. For those of you who don't yeah. know, look it up. Previous video. Yeah. Tight end out of Notre Dame. Look out for him. <laughs> Dude, I, honestly, he could be a solid addition to this team. Um, they drafted another cornerback in Jalen Johnson from Utah. Uh, a couple offensive tackles, one wide receiver, defensive end, and cor- another cornerback. Uh, so that's about it. Notable draft additions and free agent things. So there we go. All right. So let's hop in. So first week against the Lions. At the Lions, I have the Bears getting the W. Honestly, I just think matchup-wise, the Bears are just going to overwhelm the Vikings. I think their defense, especially where the mismatch is found, I think the Bears' defense is going to smother the Lions' offense. And I don't believe the gap between the Bears' defense and the Lions' offense can be filled by the Lions' offense, can be filled by the Lions' defense versus the Bears' offense. Like, the gaps between the two sides of the ball are just a bit too big for me. Like, I think overall, offensively, the Lions might be a little bit better, but the Bears on defense are a lot better. Like, a lot better. So, like, I just see the matchup difference is just a bit too big for me here. Even at Detroit, I'm giving it to the Bears. Oh, man. Uh, I, for some reason, I'm just going to have to disagree. I, I don't know why. <laughs> But is it maybe, gut feeling? Is it gut feeling call? Just, it is kind of a gut feeling call, but I I do think the Lions' offense is kind of solid, to be honest. Uh, I mean, Kenny Galladay is pretty solid. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, oh, I'm forgetting their tight end's name, but he's a pretty solid uh, tight end. Man, I, that kind of bugs me now. But uh, on Johnson, I think a pretty solid running back. Don't know what happened towards the end of the season last year. Uh, I know he had an injury, but things got weird. I don't even know. Um, but I I do think they have enough offensive power to kind of overshoot the Bears defense. But that's, that's just me saying that because I think it's the beginning of the season. And, I, like, without the preseason or any, you know, undrafted free agents being signed or stuff like that, like people getting a chance to play, I, I – I just think, like, this is an opportunity for the Lions to kind of win this game. Um, but I will acknowledge that the Bears' defense is definitely very good. I just, I just think since it's the first week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Bears are going to lose. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Next week, too, I think we're just going to agree. Giants at home. You can't tell me Daniel Jones is ready for the Bears' defense. You can't tell me that. And the Giants' defense is sure as heck not ready for Matt Nagy. Like, I don't care who's a QB in that week, Trubisky or Foles. Like, the Giants' defense is not going to be able to handle the Bears' offense with Nagy at the wheel, the way he schemes players into the open. And I just, man, I get Jones is like a good player, but I don't see him out dueling the Bears' defense, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, I I agree. I I don't think the Gi- I don't think the Giants are anywhere good enough to be a competition against the Bears. To be honest, like the defense is just that good. That that is their whole team. Um, I mean, obviously Saquon could maybe get something going, but I really don't think that's enough for the the Giants to win this game. Uh, 
I'm correct me if I, I'm wrong, but the Giants don't necessarily really have a number one wide receiver. I they have I that know. kid. Um, uh, they have Slay, right? Darius Slay. Oh, Darius Slayton. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's a he's a solid wide receiver. Uh, kind of just broke out last year because there was no one else on the offense, especially with Saquon kind of struggling and uh, Golden Tate was just iffy. Like, they're kind of like he was with the Eagles. Uh, He's never been the same since the Lions. But, like, I I really do think the Bears' defense is just that sort of elevation that it's just going to win the game for them. I got you. And then actually go to at Atlanta – I found myself surprised by this pick. You'll probably disagree with me here, but I think at the Falcons, I think early in the year, the Falcons like to overperform a little bit like they did against us. And I think, honestly, the Falcons walk out with this W. I think by this point, I'm counting on a little bit of QB controversy because I think after, like, what's it called? Taking the L to the job. Oh, I just realized something. I argued for the Bears beating the Giants, but I have an L written down here for some reason. So let me just fix that real quick. Oh, boy. Let me just real quick check to make sure. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so I got to adjust that really quick. My bad to all the viewers. I had my whole argument set for for the Bears to win too, but I guess I just wrote down an L when I was prepping back. All right, but at the Falcons, honestly, I just think there's going to be a little bit of QB, like, issues at this point. I think, honestly, this is one of those day- games where things could get dangerous. I think Trubisky and Foles will still be fighting for that starting job by this point, week to week. And I'm going to say, if things get off to a bad start, and the Falcons start hot, you know what I'm saying, right? Mm. I think the Bears will be on a little bit of pressure to try and hold an undefeated streak at this point. And I think a little bit of QB controversy could erupt during this game. I think Matt Ryan could come out with a bit of fire on this game. In fact, it is at Atlanta as well. And like you said, we brought it up earlier with the Falcons. Ridley and Jones are instant offense. Any any game, any time. Like, they're a home run threat type of team. And I think if things go shootout, I think, honestly, the Falcons are one of the few teams with the offensive potential to overwhelm the Bears' defense. And I know the Bears' offense does not have the potential to keep up in a shootout. So, I mean, you tell me. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, uh, I would agree. Uh, I think the Bears are going to lose this one just because of the sole fact that I I think Matt Ryan is very good at at shootouts, which is – which is kind of weird to say, but, like, the fact that you have Julio and Calvin Ridley just elevates you so much more. Uh, and in addition, like, if you do have that option of Todd Gurley being what he used to be, that's going to change your whole off- offense a whole lot. Uh, the coaching isn't there, but I, I think Matt Ryan is experienced enough to know what he's doing. Um, and, yeah, I mean, honestly – the Falcons' defense doesn't really matter all that much because the Bears' offense isn't all that much. So <laughs> I do think you're right in saying that, like, the Falcons' offense is one of the few teams that can outshoot the Bears' defense. Uh, 
they really do like those two receivers really do elevate them so much more. Uh, and you're, you're right. The Falcons do kind of just uh, come out on fire for some reason at the beginning of the season. I don't know why that, that happens that way, but it's, it's just true. Yeah. So bears, bears are taking the L here. Yep. And then versus Colts at home. This is really, again, with the Colts are like, Colts are an iffy team to me. I think they could honestly go either way. I think they have the potential to pull like a Cinderella run like the Titans did, but I'm honestly not sure. A lot of that hinges on my possible distrust in Philip, Philip Rivers, a lot of that does. Because weapons-wise, you can't argue it. I mean, at running back, they have, like, three studs. You got a wide receiver. They're stacked, too. Defensively, they have pieces. Like, the Colts are a very complete team, but I just don't know if I trust Rivers at his age. And in Soldier Field, and again, I think, what's it called? After that loss to the Falcons, they're going to be a little bit on edge. I think that chip carries over a little bit. And I think, honestly, that they do beat up on the Colts at home. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, at this point in the season, I have them having two losses and one win. I think this is the week that Foles is probably going to come in. It's kind of a, I guess, a bold prediction. But uh, I think they're going to start out with Mitch and then go to Foles. I, I really do like the Colts team in general. Just a very overall solid team, like you said. Cinderella team, I think they can make a run. Um, but I – yet again, the Bears defense, man. Like, I, I really do think they just have such an elite defense that can really, can really shut this down. Because when you have uh, someone like Phillip Rivers, who is, like, career – his career – is is basically a pocket passer. Uh, and he can't go outside the pocket. That's so much easier for the Bears' defense to shut him down. Uh, I mean, their defensive line is just insane. So I, I really do see uh, a dub for the Bears here. Um, you, you could argue for a win for the Colts, but it, it just seems very hard for Phillip Rivers to get past that Bears' defense. I got you. And then this next game, I think we'll agree. I don't know, actually. You might disagree with me here, but I have them beating the Bucks at home. I think earlier in the season, I think that Tom Brady is going to have a little bit of trouble just, like, meshing. We already talked about it. He is practicing with the receivers already, but I think this is really one of those games where any holes in his knowledge of the offense could show through. Because against the Bears' defense, you have to pitch a perfect offense. Like, there are no room for errors. And I just think this is one of those games where the Bucks have the potential to be exposed and to sleep on a team. Like, you know this as well as I do. Any team that – football is a game where anyone can win any given Sunday or any given day. Like, and I think right here the Bucks will maybe walk in expecting to win, and I think they get caught slipping. I think the Bears' defense will really – I think the Bears' defense is possibly one of the only defenses in the league, maybe the 49ers too, who can really run with the Bucs and their offense. And like you said, the Bucs have no notable defense, like none. Like honestly, I just don't trust the Bucs' defense like at all. And really, if this was at Tampa Bay, 
I think I'd definitely give it to the Buccaneers, but the fact it's at Soldier Field is what makes me think the Bears have a fighting chance and what's honestly making me think that. Yeah, uh, I would agree with you, actually. Uh, Buccaneers, early in the season, Tom Brady, not necessarily – he could be used to the system at this point, but yet again, like, Tom Brady did so well last season. I'm actually not so well. He did average, I would say, uh, because – his defense was amazing. Like, they made up most of the their points. Like, I'm not going to – they really did have so many points scored from that defense. But, um, I mean, it is at home for the Bears, and uh, I just don't – I think the, the Bears are, like you said, are one of the few teams that can stop the Buccaneers' offense. Uh, once Tom Brady gets – gets used to not really having an offensive line and and having those weapons available available for him right away. I mean with with speed like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, like you you can get checkdowns real easy and stuff like that. Like real short passes, you can get them out real quick. Um but I mean the the Bears defense is so much better. I mean they don't even have to worry about a run game because there are no notable running backs for the Bucks. So really all they got to focus on are their two wide receivers uh, and obviously tight ends. But I, I do think since it's early in the season, uh, Bears just have a better defense than their offense, I think. I got you. And then, again, yeah, this one I think I have more of a case for, this Panthers game. I think I have more of a logic case for it than I have a bias slash gut feeling case for it. At Panthers, I – don't think the Bears are ready for what they'll face. Because if you'll see up to this point, I have them predicted as four and one. I think you have them. I think you have one extra loss, right? So they're three and two so far. Yes. So I just don't think the Pan- that the Bears are ready for what the Panthers will bring to them at Carolina. I think they're going to walk in, especially after beating the Bucks. I think they're going to walk in feeling themselves a little bit. I think they're going to think that this will be an easy game to just, you know, put one over. And I think the Panthers really can come out in shock. And you got to give it to them. Teddy Bridgewater, I haven't really talked about him in all my, like, takes so far. But, like, he can keep you in a game. Like, regardless of the situation, Teddy Bridgewater will not lose you the game. And the Panthers' defense with the pickup Derek Brown, it's always been fairly solid. And I think Derek Brown really just helped boost them to, like, a good tier with that. And I think, honestly, this is just one of those situations, though, where the Bears get caught slipping. I think, really, that they won't – they'll be floating on cloud nine after the Bucks win, and I think the Panthers will just show what's up. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I do agree with this one as well. I, I think, like, especially, like, being at home for the Panthers, I, I, I feel like we've said home field advantage a lot. But it is very true. And this fact that, like, I mean, especially with the whole pandemic, like, home field advantage might be a real thing because those people don't have to travel. Like, that that really might be a whole big factor. But, um, honestly, the, the Panthers' offense can be really good. If, if Teddy uh, grooms with his wide receivers, uh, CMC doesn't need any grooming. He just does what he does, and he's a beast. Um, and I, I, I do agree with the fact that you're like you're saying the Bears' offense uh, defense is going to be on 
well, Bears team will be on a cloud nine once they win against the Bucks. But I, I the Panthers are just going to catch them slipping. The the Panthers uh, really do look like a solid team on paper. Like it's not even like they're terrible, but they they really are a team that's going to have a better offense than what the Bears has, and their defense is going to be able to stop the Bears' offense. So I think they're going to win this game, the Panthers, and the Bears are going to take that L. I think the Bears have a really hard stretch coming up next, man. And honestly, these next four games, these next four games, with the exception, I think there's only one. There's, you can really argue the Bears could honestly go these next four games with straight losses. You see at Rams versus Saints, at Titans versus Vikings. I have them beating the Vikings because I think they will take the first three L's and I think they will just want to get a win going into that bye. And again, they'll have the Vikings at home at Soldier Field. We already talked about this game. But those three games beforehand, at Rams, I think McVay is going to have a bounce back here. I think Jared Goff is going to have a bounce back here. I think they had a lot of bad contracts on their team the previous year. They tried the free agency experiment, and it did not work. And I think that McVay is going to rebuild a little bit more around his own scheme. We're going to see a return to that. I think the Saints at home will just be a bit too much for the Bears. I think I'm so – maybe I'm really high on the Saints after last year, but I think the Saints are just a juggernaut. I think we talked about how the Bears' defense is one of those high-power defenses. The Saints' offense is one of those ridiculously powered offenses. Mm-hmm. And I think they, Saint New Orleans walks out with a dub, even at Soldier Field. And then they go to at Titans, where I just don't see it, like – I'm going to be honest, this is like, aside from a gut feeling, there's an argument to be made, of course, like Henry will be firing. Like, I still think Tannehill can make some throws. Mike Rabel is a good coach at Tennessee with the whole travel home field advantage. But it is honestly mostly a gut feeling. I just don't see the Bears beating out the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is one of those few running backs who can match with the Bears' defensive line. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, that four-game stretch – just give me your go. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing I would disagree with is the Rams game. I have never been a huge like fan of the Rams just because people keep comparing Wentz to Goff. Which, That's not a comparison. Which, which is not even a comparison. Yeah. But uh, I've just never been a huge fan of Goff either way. Uh, I think he's a system QB. Uh wouldn't really work anywhere else to be honest but I um I just don't I'm not a huge believer in the Rams I I I think the the Bears offense I mean defense is gonna outshine the the Rams offense um I mean the Rams defense is very good as well I mean Aaron Donald is just like unstoppable uh which just changes the whole game for them but I, I think this is going to be one of those games where it's, like, surprisingly low scoring. But I think the Bears are going to be able to edge out this one just because uh, I think Foles will be a very – once he gets in, he's going to be kind of streaky as usual. But I think this is going to be at a point where he's going to be – win a game and then lose a couple and then win a game and then have a bye. So, like, I, I, I really do think that the Bears' defense is going to elevate them yet again. Uh, because they don't have a dominant running back right now necessarily. So I, I really do see them being able to shut down their, 
their wide receiver core. I mean, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. Uh, not too afraid of them against the Bears defense. So I'll I'll take the Bears having a dub there. Saints, as you've said, juggernaut powerhouse. I I am high on them as well. Um, they're just like overall better team no matter what. Uh, Titans, I do agree with you actually on this one because Derrick Henry is just another player that can, I think, can break this Bears defense. He's He just really is, especially like he's halfway through the season at this point. He's broken in. Uh, I think he's going to be able to have a great game here. Um, so Bears taking an L on that. And Vikings, I got the Bears taking a dub there, as we've said before. So, yeah. Yeah. Then we go into the bye week, you know. And then at Packers, we've already talked a little bit about this game. Like, at Lambeau, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers has been given time to mesh. Then we go to versus Lions at home. And I do have the Bears taking a W because, again, we've already trashed the Lions a lot on this episode. But basically, like, the Lions just aren't put together yet. And I really do think the Bears will just, like, beat up on them at home. They'll be looking for an interdivision win after taking all those L's coming into the bye after losing to the Packers the previous week before. They really won't be looking for that win. I think they're going to get it against the Lions. Hmm. And versus the Texans, honestly, this is where I think they slip up again. I think Texans at home. I think this is one of those games where I, my only reason I'm saying the Texans will win this is, I think this is one of those games where Deshaun Watson goes full Superman. I think he just goes crazy. Like, you know, he does. Sometimes sometimes Deshaun Watson wins games. He has no business winning. Like, none at all. And I think this is one of those games. So, yeah, I mean, that three-game stretch, what do you think? Yeah, um... Obviously, Packers, they're taking the L. I mean, at Lambeau, that's no question. Um, against the Lions, uh, Bears going to take the W. Uh, is that what you said? I forget. Yeah, it is. Yes, that is what you said. I, I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had the – they're taking the split with the Lions uh, this season. So, I think at this point, like, Lions are just going to be falling apart, absolutely falling apart, as if they weren't already. Um, so I think that's going to be no question there. Defense is just too good. Uh, and then the Texans, uh, I think they'll take the W. Um, I think you can honestly argue for either one, just because Deshaun Watson is that player. Like, he will just win games that, like, really weren't meant for him to win. Like, there's just no reason. Uh, so I, I think that uh, the Bears' defense is just going to be able to trap him and be able to stop him fully, like just no offense really. So I, I think the Bears will take a W on that. I got you. And then, again, I think this next three goes fairly straightforward as well, like to close out the season. I think at Vikings, I think this is just a bit too much away at Minnesota. I think the swing between the Bears and the Vikings, honestly, really is just home field advantage, if you ask me. Like, mm. because the thing is, they both cancel out what the other does best. The Bears do best is defense. And that means they can hang with the Vikings offense. So then you go to whose weakness is stronger. And then the Bears offense is kind of average. Nagy puts it a little bit above average. 
And then the Vikings defense is kind of average, if not a little bit above average. So, like, they're a really even keel matched up team in terms of what they do best and what they do worst. And I really just give it over home field advantage to this guy's, to this matchup. So at the Vikings, I have the Bears losing. But then at the Jaguars, it's a win for the Jaguars being the Jaguars. And then I do have them playing spoiler like we already discussed to the Packers in that final week 16, well, week 17. So, like, I know maybe you'll disagree with that last one, but I'm curious to what you have to say about it. Yeah, uh, final three, I mean, I said uh, Bears are taking the L to the Vikings. Uh, you know, they're, they're taking the split with the home field advantages. That's I just think that's how this works out for them. Like you said, they're playing to their – they really do even out on paper. Like they're just, it's just the way that their team works. Um, uh, then we got the Jaguars, easy dub. Uh, then the Packers, uh, I said the Bears are taking the L. Um, the only reason I would say that the Bear, Bears might take a W here is if Rod, like if the Packers decide to like, especially if they're, if they're like, I'm trying to think of what their record would be, but if if the Packers already clinched the playoff spot and they're already in no matter what, then they might just sit a couple people. Uh, that's how I see the Bears winning this. But I, I do think that the the Packers are going to take the W on this if everyone is playing. So for final records for the Bears, I do have, you can see right there now, fixed eight and eight. What do you have, my man? That's what mine comes out to, 8-8. Eight 8-8, and eight. Eight and eight. all right. So we disagreed on a few games, but our records balance out to still 8-8. Eight and eight. Pass to Gallup is broken up. Trubisky, Holtz again. J.P. Holtz still rumbling down inside the team. They've got some movement here tonight. Here he is again right up the gut. Another first down inside the Pass is caught for the touchdown. Looked like Trubisky wanted to get it to Montgomery. Instead, he takes off, and he's got a third down and nine. This is Patterson trying to make a move, and he's got it. Still going. Early in this third quarter. Here's a quick throw to Miller. Good throw. Touchdown. What a drive, and what a throw there by Trubisky. Third down and three, Prescott chased by Khalil Mack. He got it. He keeps again. One-on-one, tackle missed, touchdown, Trubisky. What a night for number 10.